Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to be covering a new fruit that comes from the Holy Spirit. And that fruit is called the fruit of long-suffering. So let's go ahead and define it. Long-suffering means having or showing patience in spite of troubles, especially those caused by other people. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 16. And I'm actually going to read it from the Amplified Version. And it says, But I obtained mercy for the reason that in me, as the foremost of sinners, Jesus Christ might show forth and display all his perfect long-suffering and patience for an example to encourage those who would thereafter believe on him for the gaining of eternal life. And again, that's 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 16. Now, when the Holy Spirit is trying to develop the spirit of long-suffering in you, it can sometimes be one of the hardest gifts to develop, especially if you are the type of person who just wants results immediately. Many people don't have the patience to wait because they just want things to happen in a hurry for them. In today's times, when people want material things, they know that they can be gotten by just doing a click or a swipe of a credit card or just something like that. So as time goes on, it just doesn't become necessary to feel as if they have to wait on anything. Because people are always looking and wanting or desiring something, they feel that they may miss out on a golden opportunity if they do have to wait on something. As a result, People stay busy and have a hard time trying to relax and enjoy life. Now, on a different note, things can happen whether it is something challenging on a job or a relationship that is heading in a downward direction. Or maybe something just happened with a loved one, like an illness, and you're trying to wait to see if they will be healed in the way that you want them to be healed. This type of waiting is different than waiting to acquire material things because you realize that these types of situations are out of your control. You may be able to provide support and encouragement and even prayer, but the journey will still have to take place without you knowing for sure how God will work in this situation. You just trust and believe that it will have the outcome that you want. It is at this point that it becomes important to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to teach you with this fruit called long-suffering. 
I think it becomes necessary to learn how to wait on the Holy Spirit to move in your life when things do happen or become difficult to handle. As I have mentioned in the past, the first thing is to always go to the one that knows and who sees all and who is all. Now, Revelation chapter 1 verse 8 says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. And again, that's Revelation chapter 1 verse 8. God knows the past, the present, and the future. So it becomes necessary to seek him so that you are able to be guided by him on what your next step should be or how you should process the things that are going on in your life. Now, I don't or even won't minimize that when things just knock the wind out of you, it becomes hard sometimes to just function, depending on how severe the situation is. You may need to get to a quiet place to just process it or cry or scream or shout or whatever you need to do to just get that heaviness that is in your heart out. But please don't be destructive to yourself or to others. Feel what you need to feel and allow God to come into your heart so that he can begin the healing process of what you are feeling. It is usually in our darkest of days that each of us learns some of our greatest lessons in life. That is why it becomes important to seek God so that he can teach you and develop you into a stronger person for him. Now, he doesn't want you to just seek him when you need something or for him to just remove the pain and then you go back doing things against his will. Or you just go back to spending less or even no time with him. He wants you to seek him and his righteousness. Now Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Again, that's Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. If at any time your actions don't seem to be appropriate, you will probably wait longer for God to move in your life. God will be reverenced, and he has his own timetable, but things will always happen at the right time. Please keep in mind that your lack of patience will not rush God. If you do get besides yourself, the Holy Spirit will convict you and you will notice that you will have the desire to seek God in repentance before coming into his presence to ask for a request again. Your spirit doesn't allow for you to keep asking for things without asking first for forgiveness of your selfishness and rude behavior towards him. Even when you do get way out there, God is just such a forgiving God that he will welcome you back in even when you don't deserve it. Just because you don't have the patience to wait on God, God still has the patience to wait on you. He still tries to win you over so that you don't continue to keep falling for the enemy's tricks that will lead you to a path of destruction. He wants so much more for you than that. And hopefully, as you are spending time with God, you want more for yourself also. He wants you to believe and trust in him and keep just pushing through. 
He has the patience to wait on you. The same is true for those who don't believe in him. God is such a loving God and that he continues to just wait for those who come to him. He doesn't want you to keep rejecting him, but he wants you to seek him so that you can know him and experience how great he is. There will come a time that people will have a deadline in coming to him. Now, you may think that you can hold out forever, but God wants you to come to him before your time runs out. Now, 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 9 through 10 says, The Lord does not delay and is not tardy or slow about what he promises, according to some people's conception of slowness. But he is long-suffering, extraordinary patient toward you, not desiring that any should perish, but that all should turn to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will vanish or pass away with a thunderous crash, and the material elements of the universe will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and the works that are upon it will be burned up. And again, that's 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 9 through 10. As you can see from these scriptures, God will wait on you and is patient, but please don't take him for granted and that you have all the time in the world to continue to follow the ways of the enemy. Please be confident in where you are going when you leave this earth and that it is with him and not in the pits of hell with the enemy. Please be confident of your eternal home and your final resting place, and don't assume where you are going. Please don't think that just because your grandparents or your parents knew God, that you are just automatically going to heaven. Each of us will have to give an account of how we lived our lives on this earth. Now, Romans chapter 14, verses 11 through 12 says, For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, each of us shall give account of himself to God. And again, that's Romans chapter 14, verses 11 through 12. Now, within these scriptures, God said that everyone would have to give an account of himself. So please don't allow anyone to tell you differently. God's word is the absolute truth. So believe what it says. And please don't let anyone mislead you into thinking in the wrong way. Make the right choice for yourself as you are being guided by God. Now, as you are developing this fruit of long-suffering from the Holy Spirit, it becomes necessary for you to relinquish your control and authority and allow him to reign and take total control in your life. What that means is that you are seeking God daily in prayer and studying his word and allowing his word and voice to guide you in the decisions that you make in your life. The more you take yourself out of the equation, and you trust his guidance to help you in it, you show the long-suffering or patience that you have. You show that it is more important to hear from him than for you to make a choice out of emotions or hurt. 
and you will be able to have the peace that you need because you have given the battle to him to fight for you. This will demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit working and operating in your flesh. And you trust the Spirit more than you trust your flesh. No matter how long it will take to recover from a hurtful event, when the Holy Spirit develops the spirit of long-suffering in you, you are endure in the situation until God's will is met and not yours. Living out your defined purpose to the end is the understanding of your existence. However, having an internal home to go to becomes life's greatest rewards to receive. Once you have developed the ability to be patient with yourself, allow the Holy Spirit to train you on how to be patient with others. Continue to watch the long suffering he has with you and his people. When you and his people show obedience to his commandments, let your acts of disobedience be the reminder to you to have patience with others, just as he has had patience with you. I do recognize that some people are harder to deal with than others. However, just as people may not know all the details of what is going on in your life, you may not know all the details that are going on in their life. Now, everyone can put on a front or wear a mask and pretend that everything is going fine, although they may be hurting inside. Please display that spirit of long-suffering and patience with them and allow them to see the love of God in you as opposed to the selfishness of the flesh that they may see on a regular basis. People want to see the love of God in people, even if they are not saying it. Therefore, it gives you an opportunity to show it. Remember, the Holy Spirit is the perfect teacher, and you can learn from his daily lessons if you are open to his teachings. His teachings may also surprise you on what and who he brings to you. If you are asking God to use you, he will do that when you may least expect it. So please be ready and be open. Now, on tomorrow, I'm going to actually cover a new fruit of the Spirit. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real-life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.